This is, uh, this is the final log of Captain Alastair Astaire of the hovercraft Gabriel. Our ship has crashed. The sentinels aren't going to find us. We cannot access the Matrix. We cannot access our operator. Has found a signal. Uh, old signal. Surviving me sickens me. The Matrix will be our lifeboat. One remember. Will I remember? Don't take too long to find us. Hey everyone, welcome out to Terrible Warriors. I am your GM for today, Steve Saylor, and this is the Matrix. We're diving back in. It's the third adventure in the with this Athens crew. Um, what I may be calling the Silver Bullet Chronicles. Uh, who knows? I don't know. Anyway, uh, so I have uh, my crew of players today, starting with Julian doing the Cabbage Patch Spillane. <laughs> okay. <laughs> don't know what that means, but whatever. Lori uh, Faulkner doing reverse Cabbage Patch. <laughs> <laughs> A bold move. <laughs> oh, I, I, I see. I see. Okay. Uh, and? Cassie Chu. I'm just sitting down. <laughs> All right, fair enough. Okay, good, good, good to know. Uh, okay, um, so where we last left off uh, from the previous uh, episodes, uh, the crew finds out that Alastair is dead, quote unquote. Uh, they go to his apartment. They find uh, some information that leads them to the hovership Gabriel. Uh, was a long lost uh, hovership that uh, it's known as legend only as a uh, sacrifice a sacrifice to save uh, some of the other ships who were trying to be able to attack um, uh, the machine city and they event the crew actually uh, investigates uh, the Gabriel they're able to make their way out there uh, it's close to zero one which is the machine city and they find a control room with four decaying dead bodies but there is one body that is attached and still jacked into the matrix that is being kept alive by uh, the machines themselves uh, and they recognize the crew recognizes uh, this person as Alastair Astaire. And we're all staring. Oh. Uh, so we jump back in. Uh, so you guys have, like, you guys, it takes you a second, but you recognize uh, Alistair. Uh, what do you do? Well, so he was a human? Yeah, so we only knew him as a, as a program or like an exile, but there is clearly what appears to be Alistair right in front of us in the real world as a human with a body who's still alive, apparently. Although barely by the looks of it. Yeah. Uh, what does this even, like, the ramifications of this? If we pull him out, he'll probably die. Yep. If you look at um, the uh, display screens, um, why don't you guys roll a uh, perception check for me? Actually, you know what? Um... Julie, I'm going to have you roll uh, specifically your technical, um, your computer operation skill. Sure. Um, yeah, because you you would you've studied um, how this whole system works. Okay. Just while he's uh, rolling that, just double checking. Like, Alistair's not like a registered member of the crew that we would have. That like, he's he's not like a someone who we would have, or who Zion would have expected to be on that ship, like, as part of the crew. If, um... In their, in their like, records or whatever. Uh, in the crew records, there is no one listed um, with the name Alistair Astaire. 22 is what I rolled on my computer operation. 22? Okay, so you would know, um, just by looking at the monitors, that uh, you can see the code of the Matrix, um, but it's different. Um, it's a bit, there's, uh, like the way it kind of flows, it just sort of, um, it's not the same current version of, of the matrix. It's a little bit, uh, less dense. Um, and you're able to see a little bit more detail. Um, and because you recognize a lot of like the different sort of algorithms that kind of float down, um, you notice that some of them are, are a bit outdated. Um, like it's just like, oh, what normally would look like, 
uh, a tree um, in, in that you've seen, like you know what a tree looks like in the in the Matrix code, but this one like looks different and a bit older, and it's just like it doesn't look right. Cool. Um, so, and but you see that whomever is jacked into uh, the CPU at the moment um, is in that is in the matrix is in there somewhere. Um, but it's it, it an air, like if you, if you're able to, um, sort of set up a connection to the Athens, uh, Aries can take a look at it, uh, as well. Um, so why don't you roll another, um, I guess it would be probably computer operation. Yeah. Computer operation. Yeah. Let's do that again. Twenty twenty one. Twenty one. Okay. So with the equipment that you have, you're able to um, like use your communication device to kind of also tap into like kind of have a wireless connection uh, to the Athens. Um, it's a bit outdated, but uh, but you can like Aries is able to see um, sort of what you see, and he uh, he does a bit of a sort of a searching, and he notices that it's definitely a different version of the Matrix. It's like it's still the Matrix, but it's a completely separate. Um, it's not connected to the main network. Um, it's not connected to like normally he would be able to see sort of the different um, resuscitated humans kind of around in the Matrix, but he doesn't see really anybody, um, if anyone at all, um, in the uh, version that uh, that whoever I guess Alistair is connected to. And yeah, I also tell. Um, Ares that we found a living human who looks this is the spinning image of Alistair Astaire wait what yeah he's, no he's alive <coughs> looks to be over like a hundred or something he's ancient and he's connected into this this matrix alternate matrix I thought he was a, a program so he's been a program the whole time that's what we thought too uh, I, I didn't see it Alistair in the in, in the crew manifest how the heck is he there? That's what we're going to find out. Okay. Uh so he does a bit of um uh searching and he can he can he can see where supposedly this Alistair is. Um but um you like it, it, it's he can pinpoint where he is in this version of the matrix um um and he's heard of 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 this possibility um that there could be there have been multiple versions of the matrix. But he never had never known that to be like he never seen any evidence that backed that up, uh, and he now looking at this like he fully be- like Ares fully believes that this is a different older version of the Matrix, uh, and he thinks that that like whoever's jacked in if it's Alistair, he's in that version of the Matrix. Well, then I think they are our only like the only thing we can do here be to jack in to this alternate version. Um, you uh, you can tell just based off of the, what uh what, like what you're looking at the systems that even if you try to use the uh the chairs um that are there it's it really like there's only enough power um that's just able to run the one chair with uh, mm-hmm. Alistair still in it um he there is a um. I'm trying to be able to say this without game and within game uh, as well. Um, There is a legend of uh, someone um, within the current version of the Matrix that might be able to help uh, get you into uh, the other version. Um, If you know your Matrix sort of lore um, of all the movies, you probably might be able to figure that out. Ori? I'm going to make a, a random guess here, mm-hmm. and feel free to tell me how dumb I am and wrong, but would it be some sort of maker of keys? <laughs> you were right on the money. Open yeah. doors? Yeah, yep. yeah. Okay. You know of the key maker, essentially. Yeah. Uh, he, 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 can, he can get, like, if anyone can get you into that version, uh, he can. Do, uh, is he currently... In the captivity of the Merovingian, do we, or do we even know that? Um, Ares does a quick search. Um, or I guess I guess we should be asking Ares like, where is this key maker man? Yeah. Um, you can tell, or uh, just 
you won't be able to know until you jack into the matrix okay. um, to to find out. Um, you can probably like use like Streetwise to be able to kind of like figure out if uh, if anyone had seen him um, or if he like. I mean, yes, out of game, we know that he's been captured by the Merovingian in the second movie, so this would yeah. determine whether he has been captured at this point or whether he uh, is still free. Um, so um, Ares basically says, like, calls you guys back. Um, you guys make it back to um, the Athens, no problem. Um, he's able to kind of very quickly um, turn back on the uh, the Athens and kind of fly away without any incidents. And get- Actually... One second. Did we see any sure. evidence of a nuclear weapon on board the the um, Gabriel? Um, you did, but it is like it's so in like the radio um, the radioisotopes are so inert that Aww. it's not even usable. Yeah, okay. it's 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 old. <laughs> it's a complete waste. Of time. This, this ship is so we old. Found Alistair, I guess. But <laughs> um, yeah, so he uh, he finds a safe a spot. Um, it's it's a different sort of broadcast depth than than he's used to normally you guys have been in the north uh, like basically north america uh kind of jumping from broadcast spot to uh broadcast spot but this time you're in europe uh and you kind of find a a a, a connection uh to the matrix from there um and uh he actually jack uh, jacks you guys back in um and uh so now you have all your abilities back um he actually jacks you back into the same hard line that was close to alistair's apartment um, the cops are gone. Um, it's been maybe about like a day or two. Um, like it basically took you several days to be able to kind of get to like from the Gabriel to back again. But uh, it's been about like maybe a day, like 24 hours since um, Alistair was uh, declared missing um, and his tirade on uh, broadcast. So um, who has uh, Streetwise? Um... Uh, it's written here, but there's no additional bonus. So no additional bonus? Base, it's Yeah, it would be just your base. Mm. Yeah, I've, I've got it. Okay, cool. Uh, I want you to roll that, please. Not great. Eight. Eight? Yep. Uh, okay, so you know... Um, just with your interaction with Alistair that there is a few, like, a few people like a few of his contacts that you've been in contact with that basically has been helping you guys out, um, just kind of hiding you for the past six months that you've been in, uh, jacked into the Matrix. So um, you're able to find uh, one of them uh, and you're able to kind of shake them down to the point where... Um, um, actually, you know what? Who has Intimidation? Oh, I definitely do. Okay, roll, roll Intimidation. I do as well. You can roll it too if you like. Oh, but... Oh, I mean, you know, two scary dudes is better than one scary dude. You know what? 16. 16? And Ori? Uh, all right. Let's, We're uh, like an intimidating version of the Mario Brothers. <laughs> hey, Pullman's a game, all right? <laughs> but not like the others. <laughs> Get all the fame. Okay. That's decent. Yeah. Um, <coughs> 14. 14? Yeah. Okay. Um... So you guys, you uh, you find one of the, uh, the their uh, Alistair's contacts, um, and you kind of like you find him in an alley. Uh, you like uh, Julian, you slam him up against a wall, um, and and you shake him down, and uh, <laughs> um, and uh, feel free to ask uh, uh, ask whatever whatever you guys wish, and you can kind of tag team it. I don't. It's up to you. Well, so yeah. So who are you? Where are you going? I was gonna ask you, like, first of all, like, what happened to Alistair? What do you know? I don't, I don't, I don't fucking know. I haven't heard anything from Alistair in weeks. Look, guys, I'm sorry. I, I'm sorry that I that I read you out to the machines and you had to leave. I'm, I, I'll take that to my grave. I'm gonna hopefully s- not right now, but I will take that to my. I'm sorry. I'm gonna break his right thumb. Die, you. What'd you do that for? Break his oh, son of a bitch! Oh man, <sighs> maybe that'll milk. make you talk. <laughs> I don't know where Alistair is, man. I swear, I haven't seen or heard of him. I thought he was dead. I, I saw the broadcast as you guys did. I don't know. Then where can we find the keymaker? Keymaker? What do you want to get a hold of him for? To get a key. 
Doesn't matter. Yeah. We have our reasons. Yeah. You break another one of his thumbs. As if we're gonna yeah. tell you. <laughs> and he's like, okay, fine, fine, fine. Oh, the, the the Merovingians got him. He's he's he's, he's up in the, like the, the mountains somewhere. He's in his compound. That's all I know. I swear. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Merovingian. I hate that guy. <laughs> um. What do you guys want to do? I mean, we can just let him go. Yeah. Okay, you Maybe you drop him. His, uh, break his third thumb on the way. <laughs> <laughs> That's like what his big toe. <laughs> um, so he like he he falls to the ground. And he kind of stumbles uh, away out of the alley. And as you guys kind of like, I imagine like you guys are walking out of the alley, kind of like just dusting yourself off. Yeah. Uh, kind of like fixing hair, that kind of thing, and just uh, like as if nothing had happened. Um, and you know. Um, that uh, where the Merovingians like compound is is like in the mountains. Uh, it's like a big giant house. Uh, and um, Ares was actually um, using some of his contacts with some of the hover ships um, who have had de- had to have dealings with the Merovingian. Um, was they? It was another team that or another ship that was able to kind of um, using uh, um, uh, working on a mission for them was able to find blueprints of uh, of the house. Um, so you guys can, can, and they transferred it over to you guys so you know um, where the ins and outs and where he could possibly be and that he would be like in the basement kind of dungeon area. A good um, old snatch and grab. Yeah. So he can, uh, Ares can actually get you kind of very close to um, to the compound uh, under the cover of night. So it's not too, too you guys can stealth in cool. uh, if you need to. Um, so uh, essentially... Is there anything you guys want to grab, um, weapon-wise, or anything like that, to, uh, to kind of uh, get you into? Yeah, if this is a sneaking mission. We should uh, get some silenced weapons. Sure. Um, so some silenced pistols, probably. Uh, let me see if there actually is any stats. Uh, for It'd probably that. just be a regular pistol, and then with a durability on the silencer, like number of shots it can survive. Uh, probably. Um. So it would be procure on site. Yeah. Bring no weapons or equipment. <laughs> okay, yeah, there's nothing specific uh, for a silencer. Call me so. naked <laughs> um, So, yeah, you'll be able to use your firearms with, uh, um, without anyone hearing any noise or seeing it. Um, it'll just act like you're, you're, normal, you're shooting a weapon. Oh, awesome, no, okay. No one will notice. Um, I will also need an eye patch. And <laughs> it has to specifically be over the left eye. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I think I've, I've got most of what I would need. Maybe um, uh, some smoke grenades and or flashbangs, I think, would probably be useful. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, let me just see if there's actually any stats for a smoke grenade. Uh, just a sec. There's nothing specific. Um Presumably it wouldn't do any damage. The whole point of it is just to throw out and f- fill a room. Yeah. yeah. Um, there's a Molotov cocktail. <laughs> I'm pretty good with the equipment that I have, yeah. just like as my standard Matrix avatar stuff. But Right. Um, but yeah, definitely whatever you can grab that's going to give us a situational yeah, advantage. I'm just loading up on, I've got regular grenades that I normally have, and I've got full, now flashbangs and shock, and uh, smoke grenades that should help us. Just, this bandolier full of grenades. <laughs> I'm like Rolento. Sure, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, okay. All right. Yeah, I think I'm, I'm pretty much good with what I've got. Okay. No, anyone, no one, no one wants to take like any melee weapons at all? Uh, can I get a fire sword? <laughs> I can get you a sword, but not a fire sword. No, no my melee weapons so are my fists. So much for this land of imagination that is the Matrix, <laughs> where everything's made up and the guns don't matter. <laughs> you can get as many weapons as you like, uh, but uh, a fire sword is a little bit... Uh, You're telling me if I said, like, I need swords, and, like, a million swords whiz past my face in a white room yep. for infinity, none of them are going to be on fire. <laughs> they haven't programmed that in yet. Not, not... Me too. Yeah. It, it, it has to have some sort of reality in the Matrix, and there's no it's fire sword. Um, I mean, you could do the same thing as you did before, basically just douse it in, in uh, kerosene and just light it uh, every time. Um, nah. I'll just stick with my bazooka. 
Oh. <laughs> oh. My cell phone. What, for baby. And my seven grenades. <laughs> for baby. And all sorts of other stuff is written here. Okay. I've got a knife. I'm good. He's <laughs> <laughs> got a knife. Uh, okay, so um, you guys, uh, you uh, Aries is able to kind of get you to the, um, not necessarily near the base of the of the mountain. It like it took a bit of kind of like hopping from like network to network, um, and it, obviously there's no hard lines around um, the uh, the the home, but the uh, uh, they're around the chalet. But there's like enough of um, uh, like a like. Electricity and like con- wired, like wired connections that they're able to, like he's able to uh, have you appear um, by like the largest source of electricity, which is like a power generator that's near the bottom of the um, of the mountain. I could be making that up, but I don't give a shit. I'm the GM. Um, <laughs> so basically, you guys can climb up. Uh, you know, th- or you know, just based on it, like there's a few sort of like caverns that can that have, are tunnel its way underneath uh, the home. Um, so it will take you guys a bit uh, to climb, but I want you all to roll a dexterity check, obviously to make sure that you guys don't fall down the cliff. <laughs> Ten. Because I am just not... Shit. Sorry. I am just not real good these days. This day. This current time. As a... Uh, 16 for me. 16? Okay. Yeah. yeah, me too. And Julian, sorry, what was yours? I said I got 10. 10, okay. Uh, so you, uh, it takes you a little bit, um, like Ori and, <laughs> and, and Cassie, you can climb up pretty, pretty okay. I mean, you don't have, like, you're not, you're not, like, mountain climbers, but you know, like, you can, you've climbed enough, like, sort of, uh, like, Look, look, we've gone up a few fire escapes. Yes, yeah. yes, <laughs> exactly. You climb a mountain. Yeah. I do actually have climbing as a skill. It's just in my strength, and my strength isn't as strong. Oh, okay. Okay, fair. Um, and then, or, like, uh, Julian, just kind of, you stumble a little bit, but you're able to, like, you're you're a bit behind, but you're able to kind of make it to uh, this large cavern um, that, uh, uh, that you climb up into. And um, you, it's pretty dark down the tunnel, um, but you, the you can hear noises off in the distance. But it's just based mostly just because um, this cavern is very like large and like it just echoes. Uh, any any small sound can echo um, across like uh, massive caverns. Um, so I want you all to roll a perception check as well. Now I'll never find out who the dish ran away with. <laughs> Spoon bark. Of course. <laughs> <laughs> Number seven. Uh, <laughs> I got uh, 16. 16? Okay. God damn it, I love that. 14. 14? Okay. Um, uh, you guys uh, can... Um, I'll just say you guys brought flashlights because that's part of like any kit, like um, and uh, you're able to, or like you can use your cell phone as sort yeah. of light uh, too, and you're able to see where kind of like where tunnels into and kind of the tunnel kind of go like goes uh, inclines up, um, and um, there's it takes like a, ba- a bit, but you're able to kind of like wind your way through. Um, it's a bit of a maze uh, of of tunnels, but uh, you finally. Um, you getting closer, you can actually hear a, like a power generator um, uh, close to it. So you, uh, as you kind of turn one corner, you can uh, it, down the tunnel. There is a you can hear the sounds of like a of, of like a portable generator and a few um, uh, like maybe about like two sort of guards that are kind of like um, that are protecting that uh, that generator. Bunch of filthy exiles. Um, so what would you guys like to like to do? Well, obviously, we want to sneak up and incapacitate these people. Okay. Using yeah. the cover of the sound of the generator, the e. <laughs> yeah. the generator. Um, I have stealth, so. Yeah, it's true. You yeah. Just stealth them to sleep. Uh, yeah. So roll, uh, roll stealth. And I do have guns. Oh, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> We're picking our equipment. It's like it's like you can bring whatever you want. I call the Flintstone phone. <laughs> yeah, but have a do. <laughs> like talking to you. Quote number eight. I couldn't help it. Sorry. 
nineteen stealth. You get nineteen stealth. Okay. <laughs> All right. Perfect. Uh, okay. So, uh, Cassie, you kind of um, you sneak up behind them. Uh, they have their backs uh, to you. Um, they don't hear you. So, do whatever you want to do. Rip their pants. <laughs> They're not yes. cops. <laughs> how 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 armed are they? This is like standard Merovingian guards. Yep. Like, yeah. Yep. They have like uh they're wearing trench coats. They're um they have sunglasses, but they're not on. They're not on like they're not wearing sunglasses at night. Um, but they have it up, like kind of sitting on top of their head. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, they have like just basic sort of pistols. Um, um, not much you can sort of tell. Um, unless there's they have anything concealed in their trench coat. Okay, so. that's what you're going to do when they come for you. Okay, so question out of character. Mm-hmm. Uh, where do we stand with these people? Is this for people that we would absolutely just kill on site, or do we try not to? Uh, I mean, they're exiled programs working for the Merovingian. He's a bit of a dick, but yeah. we also don't like, like pissing him off. It's not like, like they're for the machines, but they're not exactly for the humans either. Yeah, uh, like we haven't really had any dealings with the Merovingian, and so... Like he's also large, large enough to be like a third pillar in the whole, yeah. Uh, like machines, humans, yeah. Program, but I mean, you could but, also like you can also tell as well. Like I mean, if there are if exiles down here, they're hmm. probably not high on the totem pole as yeah, uh, sure. as trusted guards. I'm just saying, like as a group, are we deciding to like, like are we going issue, guns blazing? Issue diplomacy and just gun gun bullet. Yeah. It's up to you guys. Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't mind going gun gun bullet. Um, I'm not gonna stop anyone from going gun gun bullet. I just wanted to like confirm that it's our choice. I, I'm, I'm just concerned whether or not it might be more wise to not go gun but gun 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 bullet. At least not right now. Like, let's not alert people to our presence. Yeah, maybe maybe don't kill them. Cause like, but like the long term ramifications of the Merovingians' response to us is kind of irrelevant. Right? Right. Because we're not playing a long-form campaign. The Mer- Mer- <laughs> being pissed at us. Let's, let's just, let's just full-on meta this for a second here. Like, the, Mer- the Merovingian can't hurt us in real life because he's not real. So, <laughs> yes, so that's very true. Much like there are not Pokemon just kind of lying around that's this true. room right now. Shut up. They're, they're real in my heart. Just make sure you don't shank them. Uh, yeah, it's not I, how I, to- you... I totally would stab a pitchy. Uh, With all the policemen earlier uh, were p- totally playing Animon Go. Yeah, yes. Go. yeah. Oh, that's totally why. Yeah, why they didn't see anything. Yeah, but yeah. No, I, I like. I think. Um, I think we should be stealthy, but not worry about killing. Mm. But that's how I'm going to play my character. So yeah. Okay. Uh, well, Cassie is uh, is there first, mm-hmm. so she can she can decide. Uh, uh, how she wants, whether she wants to like knock him out or kill him, it's up to you. Yeah. All right, let's try this. So, how close are they staying to, to they? Oh, you're able to like sneak up right behind them. Would you say they are standing right next to each other? Yeah. Yeah. No, exactly. Yeah. You're going so, to coconuts. So I <laughs> smash <your> coconuts. <laughs> so I sneak up. So I sneak. Ori just made an for for the listeners at home. Or Ori just made a gesture of like. Imagine smashing two coconuts together. Yeah. Yeah. Ah, yeah. So I so uh so I sneak up behind them mm-hmm. and I, I, I position my hands right next to either either on either side of them on either side of their heads and just smack them together. Hold on. Um let's do a contested roll. So uh I would love it if roll you... roll to uh, roll your uh sneak again or your stealth again, sorry. I would, I would love it if you like overroll this and like your intended like incapacitate just like crushes them like watermelon. Yeah. And we're like, Whoa! Holy <laughs> shit! It's <laughs> covered in blood and I brain. Said, I said spruce them up a little. <laughs> Barely alive enough to kill. <laughs> I said trim those sideburns. <laughs> Uh, Doesn't okay. give it to a medium style. Right. 
Let's say this. Are you above a three? Uh, yes. In <laughs> okay. fact, I just got two sixes on Wild Die. <laughs> yes, because my thinking was if you, like, you slowly move the hands. I'm like, I'm trying to see if, like, if your peripheral vision, if they can see like just some sort of hands on there. <laughs> hands. Yeah. Uh, I mean, by they, the time they see them and react to them, I don't think they have enough time to <laughs> actually do anything. No, but. yeah. Like no, you they, extend your arms a little too long so that like, they, they, they so... <laughs> <laughs> they so uh, don't notice you again that you literally could probably just do and they would not know. <laughs> I suggest that you actually do that. <laughs> like you could literally like like do it like a three stooges mo you imbeciles and just like knock them together and they would oh, yeah. yeah they would it's not plan. know. Okay, what's that out of you? Uh, all right, so. Uh, Roll a strength check. This is uh Okay. My strength's not very high. This is why this is a risk. <laughs> Two. <laughs> <Ow>. Okay. <laughs> it's just boop. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, and then they kiss. <laughs> um, Can we help? <laughs> Who are you, small girl? <laughs> um, so you try, you try to knock the two heads together, and it's just like they—it they, hurts, but it's like, what the fuck? Uh, and I will allow you like an additional action to use your martial arts skills to like to just knock them off their feet to hopefully that they would just knock themselves out. Oh damn! I do have martial arts. It's fucking. An additional 1D on top of my 5D dexterity. Uh, yeah, actually, and there is a special um, uh, specific skills to martial arts. Let me just see which uh, um, what will work in this situation because I, I didn't have... Uh, there's no enough room on your, on your sheet to be able to put them down. Gotta do an Austin Power style judo chop. Judo <laughs> chop! Uh, okay, Slappers special only. moves. Um, Sorry. Uh, okay, you can do uh, an instant knockdown. Uh, if Lance successfully attacked, knows that uh, knocks the target to the ground. The take the target must spend the. Okay, yep. So yeah. Um, so roll. Uh, so for that, because it's a special uh, ability, it is a okay. Sorry, I'm just reading the rules real quick. Uh, it's a medium. So okay. And what's your um, dexterity? Uh, my dexterity is 5D. 5D. And, and then... I've got a 1D in martial arts. Okay. Under that, so. Uh, okay. So I need to do a, essentially a contested dexterity roll for that. Um, Am I rolling six? Yes, totally. Yeah. That's not, per- it's not really super great, actually, but. But you're surprising these guards with martial arts. They're probably not the most like hand-to-hand combat adept. Probably not. Basically, they, they're right now they're like like they their heads have been knocked together, but they haven't had a chance to turn around yet to see who it was that that hit them. Um, but yes, you can totally um, yeah do not instant knockdown. So what'd you roll? So that's a sixteen. Sixteen. Yeah. Oh, you not only knocked like describe how you want to do it, but yeah, go ahead. You did it. Um. So I, so I, I, I. You've smashed their heads. Yeah. They've kind of turned around. Uh, or they're they're just about to mid, about to turn around. Yeah. And uh, did, well, how would you want to sort of knock the knock them down to the ground and knock them out? Um. I I I. Is this is this for this is just for one of them, right? No, for both. For both. Yeah. Damn. Um. <laughs> just sit there deciding what you do. <laughs> like, all right, all right. All right, here's what I'll be doing. Yeah, just do it a second Until it time. works. Like, um, like, stop. Here's what, uh, here's what so, I can... So, so... <laughs> let's, go, let's go get real, like, ridiculous wrestler bullshit up in here, but oh. I essentially, like... 
like jump right in between them with my arms outstretched and fucking like reverse clothesline them oh. into the ground. So they basically like they <laughs> fall forward uh, as you're clotheslining them, like basically like you're kind I'm, of like you're riding them down the gr- to the ground. Uh, yeah, you okay? Kind so, of in a sense, yeah. Yeah, so you you kind of you you do you jump and your knees like one like each knee is like kind of like resting on the on their backs as you for like you like your arms are outstretched and you kind of forcefully like push them uh, down towards the ground and by uh, your your arms basically right up against their necks it basically like it just knocks their uh, their heads and they they are completely unconscious and you're that just works. kind of. You're just kind of like now resting on, like you're kneeling on top of both both bodies. Yeah. Is that what an RKO is? Basically. What? Is it? I don't know. That was just, or is it, or, it's like, it's like a reverse confused. DDT. Yeah, I, I always like, get that confused with the DDT. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay, so basically, uh, uh, so you guys are you guys are actually uh, that's the only guards you see for a bit, and then you actually walk up. Uh, like, what past the hell was that? Where's the rest? <laughs> uh, <laughs> you uh, you walk past the generator and you see a large uh, wooden door um, that's there, and it's uh, it's not locked because uh, why would anyone be in a cavern of all places? So uh, you open up the door and you're kind of like in this sort of dungeon um, area, and um, so you see, like, it, like a, a bunch, like you're, in a, you're uh, down one hallway. There's a bunch of cells, and um, everyone, roll a perception check, real quick. Damn! Well, that was a critical fail on perception. <coughs> Eleven for me. I perceive nothing. In fact, I got dumber. <laughs> 22 22 okay so watching that unfold just actually removed some intelligence so Cassie you hear um like the whirring of um like machines uh like basically you can you recognize it as it's like it's uh, a machine that like would cut keys um and you hear that in one in the cell that's in the fur, uh, furthest away um uh but you and you and Ori uh see basically there's two uh, guards, one on each end of the hallway. So essentially, if one, like if you take down one, the other guard's gonna see the other, like from down, like down the hall, uh, the guard because they're kind of facing each other. Mm-hmm. Um, so, uh, how you, how would you guys like to be able to handle this? I would like to uh, lob a smoke grenade, like before mm-hmm. before rounding the corner lob one of the smoke grenades in there so the room starts to fill up and the guards will be like, what the hell is that? And then we can just take them out one one at a time. Sure. Give it me. Okay, cool. Um, so uh, there's no... I won't have you guys roll initiative yet. Yeah. Um, I'm just so, going to basically like place the grenade on the ground, pull the pin and roll it. Okay. Uh, yeah, go ahead. All right, do I need to roll for that? Yes. Okay, so what am I rolling for that then? Uh, rolling, rolling. Firearms? <laughs> uh, let me look at your sheet real quick. I've got so, firearms, but I don't know if that's really... Uh, no, that's included. Arms, yeah, it's included. So, yeah, um, use your firearms. Sure. I mean, I could have you use your con. Oh, he's like, oh, oh he gets firearms, and I'm going to fire sword. <laughs> <laughs> you said fire was not an attribute that I could just add to anything. He's got no. firearms. Eighteen. Eighteen? <laughs> yeah, eighteen to roll my smoke grenade. Uh okay. Uh all right, so you're just rolling it towards the, the first one? The I first guard? Because like I I presume the way it works is the door opens up and there's like one guy over here, one guy over here, right? Is that like Correct, yes. Yeah, yep. so I'm just kinda of rolling into the center so that it just <laughs> disperses. Oh, okay. Yeah, sure here. By the prince. <laughs> and I just I motioned to, I motioned to to Sparrow at, and Skyper to cover their mouths, right? Mm. Mm. Like, <laughs> just like go like this, I'm like yes, eat the smoke. Yes, yes. eat the smoke. <laughs> so these are your smoke grenades, right? Yeah. Yes. Okay. Cool. And then uh, when the smoke starts to fill up a little bit, we just run in and uh, okay. Some guns. So let me just uh, do like. See if they roll a good perception. Yeah, no, they totally don't. Um, okay, so perfect setting exactly for that. Yeah. All right, uh, you know what? Like because they'll be at the at the bottom of the order. Why don't you guys roll um, initiative? It's high noon. <laughs> Twenty-two. 
Which one's initiative again? Overwatch Dex. quote number Dex. 300. Dex, yeah. <laughs> What's happening? God. Cassie, come on. <laughs> Keep it together. What the fuck? 15. Why? Also, where is... Billion's 15, now? okay. Just Dex. Oh, is this Dex? Okay. Yeah. I heard initiatives. Is there wild dice on deck or on initiative or no? Yep. Can you critically fail initiative? You can. You basically just put you at the bottom of the order. Anything? No, you just put you at the bottom of the order, or depending on the GM's discretion, you can. uh, You would miss this the first round. Uh, ten for me. Okay. Uh, You're not Oki. Putting me in is Oki. <laughs> Oki and Anthony. Okay? It keeps saying like O K I E is what it's trying to spell. Last it. time it's Doki. <laughs> uh, Twenty four. Twenty four. Shit. All right. Uh, I rolled absolute garbo, and then on my fifth die, I it, it was my wild die. I rolled a six, and there's like oh. And then I rolled another six. I'm like oh, and then I rolled a five. It's like oh. <laughs> you, cool. So you get to, you get to you get to go tomorrow. Um, <laughs> or no, yesterday you got you went yesterday. Uh, okay, so Cassie, you're uh, you're up. What would you like to do? The smoke is basically filling up the hallway. They're uh, the guards are kind of like they, they obviously they know something's up, so they start running uh, towards the center uh, of the hallway. Okay, because um, they're dumb guards. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So so what I'm so what I'm. Oh, fuck! I really want to do this. I know it, it, like it's gonna cause commotion, but I ain't give no fucks anymore. <laughs> oh, you had your one stealth moment, and then you're like, "Fuck it." <laughs> Look at all did, moral. You made, like, you made the stealth. <laughs> are we? Are we doing this? We're doing this. Are we? Are we? Okay. All your weapons are stealth. I mean, all your firearms are stealth. Yeah, they're all. They're, they're they all have silencers on them. <laughs> what do you want to do? I, I, okay. I probably will allow it. <laughs> Okay, so what I'm imagining is we're, we're so so we're we're situated with essentially like T-shaped hallways. Yes. Yes. Right. Yes. Mm-hmm. Julian rolled the smoke bomb down into the middle of said T. Yep. And the two guards are situated on the two part top, like the cross parts of the T on the opposite sides. Yes. Right. Yes. <sighs> so essentially, that one is on your right coming towards you, and one is on your left coming towards you. Okay. So All what right, you're so this is, is you're surrounded. So what I'm saying is, I want to walk right in the middle of like right where the smoke bomb is. Uh huh. And pull out my two pistols and <laughs> just shoot them both sideways. Sure. And just fucking <laughs> just and, but but however however in true edge lord fashion, I am spinning around and shooting them and and <laughs> I'm I'm just die except they're they're silencers, so I'm going die. <laughs> You're whispering it. I love it. It's like it's like am, more am, I am Reaper. I am Reaper, but also I'm 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 in the Matrix. Okay. Um <laughs> So that's gonna be that's gonna be four shots, right? Yes, yeah, totally. So go for it. Actually you know what Actually, I will you know say what? Fuck it. Can I use my regular pistols? Because I get three shots per gun. It's four D, but well, I mean, they're, uh, yeah. If you want more, if you want more shots, yeah. Yeah. That's fine. Yeah. Totally. <laughs> yeah. You know what? Fuck it. It's gonna take too long to roll that. I'm just gonna do regular guns. The big, the, the, the big ones. The big guns. Use the big guns. It's gonna take. It's just gonna take too long to roll that because it's fucking six rolls. Yeah. Forget it. Okay. Oh. Six on the wild die. Nine. Ten. Fourteen. Twenty. Twenty-two on the first shot. Nice. Uh. Okay. Uh. Oh. Oh dear. Actually, question. So, if I roll uh, if I roll a, a one on the wild die, it's the, only the one that counts, right? Not the thing that you roll after. Yeah. You don't, you don't add the second thing? No. It's just a one. Okay. Uh, 16 to the second shot. Okay. Uh, 23 to uh, third shot. Uh, yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah. 
Rich. I did a quick math. By <laughs> Sorry. This mic is so super sensitive that yeah. if I leave the mic, you no, can't hear anything. It, but if I get close, it sounded like you were running back and forth across the mic. <laughs> you have a very <laughs> My favorite movie. <laughs> okay, sorry. Uh, and was that your last one? No, there's one more. Okay. Uh, 12, 14, These guards are long. 19 on the fourth shot. 19? Okay. Yeah. Um, so you made uh, three hits, but because there, uh, you couldn't really, with the smoke, you couldn't really aim. Uh, I'm gonna have, or we're gonna do high low uh, for all three of them uh, each, and then we're so just to determine whether or not you actually like you're able to like hit them properly. Okay. Okay. So uh, first one, high or low. Low. Okay. Next one, high or low. Low. Okay, next one. Hi. Perfect. You hit all three. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. Yeah. So, uh, so basically, they, like you hear, like you hear, uh, uh, like from both uh, from both ends, uh, as uh, like they are both hit. Uh, you can't tell what you actually hit, whether it was like an, an appendage or their their, their, their torso or <laughs> something. Um, but it's a hit, and nonetheless, and now they're they're about like maybe. Um, uh, Five meters away, um, so that's your go, and it is now can, Julian's turn. Can I, can I actually take one extra action to keep running? Running to where? Cr- Wait, is it just that's the end of the hallway? There's no, there's nothing past. The well, there's tea. cells, it's right? It's a straight T. There's cells. Yeah, it's, it's a straight not a cross. It's a no. Tea. It's yeah. It's a straight T. Yeah, it's not like it's a it's an intersection uh, kind of cross. Never mind deal. then. Yeah. Moving on. All right. Uh, all right. So, uh, Julian, you're up. Do I know if these guys are alive or not? They both they've been shot. Yeah, uh, you can hear you can hear footsteps still. Um, so, like, it, you can hear breathing, so that you know that they're still up and mobile. <laughs> he says, "Rolling for a <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm, I'm going to. So, like, what's the visibility like now? Um, what's your perception at? Um, you roll a perception, and I'll tell you. Okay. Well, that no, actually, how many dice uh, for three, perception? Three dice. Three dice? Well, yeah. Um, uh, minus one roll. dice. Was that minus one dice? Is yeah. It? Okay. Okay. So, um. Uh, I guess drop that that one, and then seven, eight, thirteen. Okay, yeah, no, you can you can through the fog uh, of smoke, you can actually see uh, them coming towards you. Um, so you know exactly you know where, where they are, and one of them is kind of clutching uh, his gut uh, as he runs, uh, hands out, uh, pointing his gun in your general direction, and the other one um, is. Uh, kind of like holding his arm um, and uh, uh, sort of pointing the gun in the same direction. Well, I'm gonna finish out, finish off old gut wound here, and just gonna fire my machine <laughs> pistol straight okay. at him. Old woundy. <laughs> uh, okay. Always bleeding. <laughs> I've been recently shot. <laughs> oh, old woundy. <laughs> old woundy. <laughs> The old, the old building wound. Yes. <laughs> the old, I just got shot three times. Excuse me. <laughs> the way firearm rollings work is I roll to hit with my <laughs> dexterity plus firearm skill, and then I roll damage with my dice on the... No, it's I, I did... I screwed up from the last time. It's actually just... It, it's essentially a contested roll. So I roll... Um, to dodge on my end, and you roll uh, your, yours, and it's that's that'll determine. Like, but is it is it my just my weapon, or is it my firearm skill plus my weapon? It's firearm skill plus your weapon. Oh, okay. Yeah. So that's a lot of dice. And then I need two more dice. Thank you. Perfect. Twenty-five. Or sorry, twenty twenty-seven. All right, you uh, just hit him, so Yay. just barely. But uh, what were you aiming for? I was aim- aiming for like just his um, my machine pistol, just straight at him. At him like. Oh, you were spraying bullets at him. Yep. Oh, okay. Um. All right. So he basically is kind of like he's 
knocked back by the uh, barrage of bullets that's being sprayed at him, and uh, he goes down. Um, you're not sure if he's still alive, but he's definitely on the ground. He's probably not a threat anymore. No. Um, so that, that's all you want to do? Uh, yeah, for now. Okay. Uh, Ori, here we go. Is anyone alive? Uh, one is on the ground. There's one that's still that that's shot in the arm that's coming towards you. <laughs> he's about like maybe uh, three meters away. Coming towards me, eh? Yeah. You guys are in the dead center of the hallway. That sounds right, like that a sounds jo- like overkill. It <laughs> sounds like a job. No, a no, sword. shoot the bazooka in close combat near the key maker. Okay, mom. Jeez. <laughs> All right. Fine. Always got a poo on my party. <laughs> <laughs> you want to destroy the dungeon and you? <laughs> and Maybe? your teammates? I guess. I guess I'll party use. Party wipe. I guess I'll fall. use my uh, static rifle. No, you don't have it. That's only in the real world. Oh. Okay, that was... Li- okay, then um, I guess I'll use my machine pistol. Yeah, yeah okay. totally. Just go down the list until I find something I actually have. <laughs> That I'm allowed to use <laughs> flames. Can't use flamethrower. R.I.P. Flame sword. Yes. <laughs> flame sword. Oh, he died the me. way he lived, killing things. Well, actually, you can still technically, you technically uh, will have your flamethrower because that still can exist within the matrix. But that uh, wasn't a matrix thing. That was real world. Yeah, but no, I mean they they exist in the in the matrix. Right, but I didn't ask for one, so I can't no. like retcon the scene to have one. No, no. But later. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Okay, so I'm going to roll to attack that guy with my machine pistol. Yep. <coughs> okay. Go for it. Uh, oops, oh, no. oops, oops. Oh, well, it's a lot of sixes. I hope that green one was your, was your wild die. Uh, let's say yes. <laughs> you need to decide before I know, you roll I'm that, sorry. Uh, you know what? I, I'm not going to count it then. Um, so that is ten... Well, the twenty-two. Twenty-two. Yeah. All right, you hit. Cool. Um, so he's uh he's down. Sweet. Both of them are down, and uh, they ain't moving. Cool. And um, they don't stop moving. <laughs> <laughs> so essentially, yeah, they are prone on the ground. I don't. Uh, let's just say, like, you won't know that they are dead unless you go uh, closer inspection. But uh, they are unconscious. Okay. Um. So yeah. I mean, there's only one way to be sure. Bazooka? Sure. <laughs> yeah. Inspect. All right, let's find the key. Let's find the yeah, key yeah, maker. Let's, let's just keep moving. All right. Um, hold us in here too long. Okay. Got to get us go- to Gozer or something. <laughs> so, who has the highest uh, mechanical um, skill? Uh, I got three D mechanical. Two. Or he also has three D. Okay. Uh, either you um, can pick the lock. Uh, right. Whoever wants to do well, it. I got dice in my hand, so sure. Go for it. That is seven. Seven? Okay. Um, so it takes you a little bit uh, um, to unlock it. Basically, by the time that you unlock the door, uh, the smoke has finally dissipated, uh, and there's just two bodies like in the hallway. Um, and you open the door, and you see inside, like, there are, like, a massive ton of keys uh, hanging on the walls. Uh, not as many, like, if you've seen the Matrix movie, or at least Matrix Reloaded, you know, you've seen all the keys that he has in his room. It's not as many, because uh, obviously this is before the movie, so he's still working on quite a few keys. Um, but he does have uh, quite a bit in there. Um, and he um, he doesn't look surprised to see you. Um, but he's not he's not phased by it. Um, so it's it's, it's okay. It's, now there's there's people in my cell uh, that I don't know. Are you the keymaker? I am he. <laughs> no, I, okay. I just want to frame this for a second here. I just just we walk into a room and there are fucking keys all over the place. <laughs> and you walk in and you're like. Are you the key maker? It's like, he's no shit! He could, be, no, but he could be the key collector. <laughs> he's the like, literally, user. Like, yeah, you gotta think as well. He's literally holding a key and, like, hold, like uh, uh, to the, me- like the machine that is literally like cutting the key. key. And also, like, 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 you know, a mob boss who goes by the butcher isn't necessarily cutting up meat, right? He just True. might be called the butcher. Like okay, but assistant you know. to the key maker. Yeah. <laughs> he could be the assistant, assistant to the key maker. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's true. All right. Uh, he goes, I am he. 
We need your help. I will help uh, as I am want to do. We need to access a very specific old version of the Matrix. Ah, I have not seen that world in quite some time. Yes, that is possible, but a bit beyond my key-making abilities. If you had some sort of uh, ability to attack firewalls, that could possibly... Like, he's kind of thinking in his head out loud uh, how it could be done, um, and you realize that the keys that he normally would make is usually used for within the current version of the matrix. Think of it like they are like in real world terms, it's like, it's as if the, he has all the passwords that he could ever use within the current version of the matrix. But in order to be able to get into another server, he would need a special master password. Um, and it's possible to make, but he might need some help. I.e., Maybe a silver well, I was key. Say, yeah, yeah, a silver <laughs> bullet would be very, very. Uh, and make easy. it to a silver key. So yeah, I'm gonna. Okay, so I want you to roll your. Uh... We can't just shoot him. Pass <laughs> 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 this bullet now. <laughs> well, you've you've worked with you've worked with the code enough that you know that with his help you can actually manipulate it enough. Um, cause you can, cause technically you're able to assemble anything you want within yeah. uh, the matrix. Um, and so you're able to kind of use that code knowledge, um, to create a, essentially a silver key. All right. Time that to roll my computer programming, genuine, I guess. Like you're calling your brother by his first yeah, name like, and you're like look. showing genuine concern. <laughs> like, you can't just shoot this old man who makes keys just because he can't help you. <laughs> <laughs> it's like completely missing the context of the scene. <laughs> oh All my right. God. Jeremy, you can't shoot him. Thirty-three to help augment a key with the silver bullet technology. Yeah, yeah. You do, basically it takes a bit, like a few minutes, but he's able to, uh, like you're, it, like you kind of like manifest some code in front of you, and you can actually all of you can see the matrix code um, as he's making uh, as he's making a specific key. Um, the code kind of just kind of floats around it, um, turning what was like normally gold, but it's actually turning a slight shade of silver. And eventually, when it finally the final divots have been cut into the key, um, the key maker actually lifts up the uh, that key, and it's completely silver. It's shiny. It's brand new. And he goes, "This can get you in. Follow me." And so he he grabs basically a ton of uh, of keys. Uh, on a keychain and just kind of attaches it to him and he walks out and he basically he closes the door to uh, his cell and puts another key in and opens it up again instead of seeing the same cell that you were in you see the hallway of uh, of doors and he says follow me and he takes you through basically a bunch of different doorways once you end up in like on a rooftop uh, above Mega City and then one you see like you're in a you're in a sewer uh, underneath uh, the uh, like somewhere of outside of the Mega City, and then you see one. Uh, you actually open up into an ice cream shop, uh, and you uh, like, and you it, he actually kind of walks you through through the front door, and he kind of closes the front door and unlocks uh, it and opens back up into the hallway again. Um, and you want to take some ice cream with you? You can totally yeah, yeah. grab a cone. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you grab a cone on the way out, and as and uh, you as must follow me very quickly. As you walk for ice cream. <laughs> <no>. <laughs> As you walk down the hallway, Ori actually like a, a, a like a drop of ice cream actually lands on the uh, on the ground, and he kind of like the keymaker looks behind you, and he and he kind of looks down at the ground, looks at you, looks down at the ground, in, in this, looks like, at you in this like pristine white. Hole. Yes, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and like he's a like, little, like a little drip of like mint chocolate chip. Yeah. And it's like it, now there's like a mo there's like a moment of silence, and <laughs> what do you say? I just kind of like. Slowly lick the ice cream again. <laughs> and it's like you just like like scene zooms out like somewhere 
the the architect just like has like a twinge of like <laughs> like uh he has like he has like, like annoyance yeah like, like he, something feels off he's like he doesn't know why, but he feels like like wow. He gets it's an like, ice it's, like it's like somewhere like like walking in your hallway and your picture frame is like just slightly off. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, ah. uh, so then he he finally like kind of walks uh, uh, forward again, and he takes you down to the end of the hallway, uh, to this one door, and obviously you know that okay if there's if this is the one end, what could be down at the other end? More ice cream. <laughs> no, never mind. Sorry, I was gonna, I was, I was gonna make a thing that basically like this is not the same door that he uses in the second oh, room reloaded to right. get into yeah. the architect. Right. Um, that's sorry. on the other end. Right. Um, right. Sorry. So he he takes the silver key, puts it into the tumbler, and kind of um, and he looks back at you guys, nods, and unlocks it, and all of a sudden like a big bright flash of light envelops you um, to the point where all you see is just white. You don't even see, like if you put your hand to your face, you don't even see your hand. It's just that, that that's how bright it is. Um, and actually, let me look at my notes here. Uh, so every, And then everything all of a sudden goes black. You, uh, like, it's just, it, it's just as dark um, as... Yes, Ori, I saw you waving your hand. Just like, try to see my hand again. <laughs> yeah. um, you can't uh, see or hear. You, you, Your senses are like as if it's off. You don't know, like you're not sure what's happening. And then slowly your vision and other senses are coming too. Um, your smell comes back first. Uh, so you actually smell plant life. Like uh, uh, like you smell like leaves and grass, um, and your hearing comes next, and you hear uh, birds chirping uh, and the rustle of of leaves uh, around you. You your sense of touch returns as you feel uh, yourself lying in uh, on muddy, wet ground. Um, your clothes feel different on your body. You're finally uh, finally your sight comes uh, uh, clear into focus, and you you barely can see. Uh, you're lying on a on a forced road. And you realize, you're, um, like they are the clothes that you're wearing, they're barely recognizable as they uh, are old and ancient. Uh, you look off into the distance and see an old city as you uh, hear townspeople milling about. Um, suddenly, a horse comes running down the road, uh, barely missing you uh, as it and its uh, rider passes. Um, you dodge out of the way, uh, off to the side of the road. Uh, you look around uh, and you see on the side of the road a sign. It says, "Welcome to Waterdeep." What? The Matrix is going D and D, bitches. Excuse me. <laughs> and that it is how we're ending. Excuse me. <laughs> my, my my mouth has been a gap for several seconds. Uh, that's awesome. What? I cast magic missile. <laughs> so as uh, so what as you can tell, you we are going. This is not the end of our Matrix campaign. Whoa. The next time we come back into the Matrix, we're going Dungeons and Dragons, Whoa. bitches. <laughs> that, that's like the most legit. That's so uh, cool. Cr- like crossover, <laughs> crossover ever. Yeah. Damn. Dude. Damn. Yep. You never knew what the fifth version of the Matrix is. Now you know it's Dungeons I, I mean, and it's Dragons. An older <laughs> version of the Matrix, and like, it's like the Matrix is just an MMO, so it can be whatever they want. Yeah. Like they can write the rules of whatever that universe. Picture is. the architects. So why'd you scrap that one? Eh, it didn't test well with people who weren't nerds. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, they didn't like all the all the dice rolling or all, was, the, all the all the stats like his, and numbers. His high school years of the of making the the freaking Matrix, and it's like. Basically, his D and D campaign. Oh now he's God. just like a button down. Like, yeah. like it's just a city of corporate <laughs> bullshit. Oh like he's God. so jaded. Guys, this is amazing. Our 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 current like things that we do transfer perfectly into actual D and D characters. Yes, I'm yep. a rogue. You're probably some matter of fire mage. Yes. <laughs> hey, now now your flame sword is a reality. Yes. I cast, fi- I cast fire on it. And my essentially, sword. Uh, Julian is uh, is your wizard. Yeah, that's true. Or sorcerer, whichever yeah. one he wants to decide to pick. Yeah. Um. So yeah. Uh. That's it for this adventure of uh, uh of the Matrix. Uh, oh, next time we come oh. back to this world, we're going into D and D. That's incredible. That's awesome.
awesome. Simpsons are going to D and D land. I'm so stoked now. Simpsons are going to Waterdeep. Well, as to Ravencroft. 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 Is that a place? Ravenloft. Ravenloft. Whatever. Whatever. There's a vampire. Um, so as you can tell, like obviously this is the third episode in the adventure. I purposely kept it at that because I wanted to, um, I wanted to because we are a little bit limited as far as our crew. We're missing obviously two people, um, and so. But next time we're gonna make sure that we're, we come back and uh, um, we're gonna go into some D and D. I will say this it is fifth edition, uh, and we're gonna we're gonna transfer. I'm gonna transfer the Matrix into our own custom D and D campaign. That's awesome. Uh, is this the fifth edition of The Matrix? Yes. Oh. <laughs> that's, why, that's why I chose it. <laughs> that's amazing. I'm excited for this. Yeah. So I want more of this. We don't know. I don't know when we're going to record that because uh, as we're sitting right now, it's uh, the, the end of July so uh, of 2016. So hopefully it will be soon. Um, but uh, I'm, I, I, I've had this idea since the last time we recorded. <laughs> That's amazing. That the ending was going to be one of the versions of the Matrix was good. Like you guys are going to find the Matrix, the different versions, and one of them was going to be D and D. That's fantastic. Steve. That's great. Yeah, Steve, yeah. That's brilliant. I'm so excited for this. Uh, all right. So um, for uh, for for terrible warriors, uh, we have been Julian, the old building jump spillane, <laughs> <laughs> and there is no Ori Faulkner. <laughs> <laughs> that's good. That's, actually, that's pretty clever. Uh, and. Cassie, ultimate edgelord chew. <laughs> yes. Uh, all right. And I have been Steve Saylor, your GM. Uh, let us know what you think of this adventure uh, is on Twitter at Dice Warriors or on Facebook.com slash Terrible Warriors. Uh, are you excited to see us go uh, into this direction? Uh, let me know. Because uh, as a storyteller, you know, I kind of want to know if you guys like this too. Let us know. We can reach us out uh, via Carrier Pigeon. Um, <laughs> yes, yeah, yeah. Please uh, allow one Fortnite for delivery. <laughs> yes. Uh, okay. So that's it for us. Uh, uh, tune in next time. As always, we remain obediently yours. Bye. Bye, everybody. The Terrible Warriors comes out every Monday and Thursday. And on Thursday, we return to our Edmonton crew with a whole new campaign. And with the end of the Matrix, it means that you can now head to our Patreon page at patreon.com slash terriblewarriors, and you can listen to the debrief as well as the complete campaign is available uh, to our supporters as one downloadable file. And we're going to try and throw in whatever other things uh, Steve was able to preserve from the campaign and post them up there on that page for you. Ghostbusters, now hiring, also has another episode to wrap up. And later this month, we're returning to Ravenloft. The road of sorrows may have come to an end, but now our adventurers trapped within the mists of Ravenloft must come face to face with a new threat. Dead by Dawn's Light begins in two weeks. And after Ghostbusters, we have a new campaign, Dogs in the Vineyard. You can find our entire release schedule posted at TerribleWarriors.com. And thank you for listening to The Matrix Extraction. I hope you enjoyed Steve's crazy idea. Obviously, it's not done yet. We'll be returning to this world sometime. And your terrible warriors have been Steve Saylor, Julian Spillane, Ori Falconer, Cassie Chu. Music by Kevin McLeod. The album art by Steve Saylor. Audio production by Justin Eacock. You can now support us on Patreon at patreon.com slash terriblewarriors. Like, share, review us on iTunes. This show's going to be as big as you want it to be. And until we meet again, thank you for listening to the Terrible Warriors.